This podcast sponsored by Cherry Hill Volvo. A Cherry Hill Volvo and XC40 can be leased for as low as $459. And an XC90 leased for as low as $629. The Cherry Hill Volvo offers are very aggressive. Spring into Cherry Hill Volvo for incredibly fabulous offers. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker worker of yours. WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The revolution will be broadcast. This is the next generation of talk. Now, this is the drive at of non-stop talk with Rich Zioli. Yes, the COP28 climate change conference is well underway. And wow, it's underway right now. All the rich, elite, powerful mind brokers of the world are deciding how many bugs you and I will get in our daily allotment. Welcome back to the show. Glad you're here. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. Daniel Turner. My man, Power of the Future, executive director and founder. Daniel, are you calling me from Dubai right now? I wish. It seems like everybody is in Dubai but but you and me. And, you know, I, I've heard it's a great time. Um, every time the U.N. has any of these conferences, I know this growing up in New York City, um, every time the U.N. has a conference, the number of hookers and cocaine goes through the roof. So I, I am sure this party is absolutely off the hook. It's Friday night in Dubai. Can you imagine the scene right now? All to save the climate. Yes, to save the climate. Exactly. Climate justice. Uh, you know what I love too, Daniel? I love the fact that this is taking place in Dubai. I mean, this is the greatest wink and a nod I've ever seen in my life. This is a country that is all in on oil as they're hosting the climate change conference. So they're getting it on both ends. They're, they're getting all the, the host fees and the royalties and all the, the, the tourism dollars. And they're also letting people kind of pretend like they're not doing what they're doing, which is building new islands to drill. Absolutely. I mean, that's where Dubai is absolutely brilliant to bring in an estimated 40,000 people, all of whom need hotels, all of whom are are eating and drinking. And so, yeah, the revenue that is being generated by this is insane. And, you know, uh, heck, uh, how many times did the Eagles host their enemies at the stadium? You know, we'll gladly have the Cowboys drink our beer and uh, and eat our food because it's revenue for the stadium. So, yeah, hosting your climate enemies is a smart move because they, they spend money like everybody else. It, it's just it's so absurd that they are hosting it in Dubai, which, as you said, is is all built on oil. And, and God love them from being built on oil. Right. Texas is built on oil. A lot of old school Pennsylvania is built on oil. Um, so I love it, right? I love oil. I think it's great. But there's a reason why Dubai has the most extravagant hotel in the world right now. There's a reason why it has the world's tallest building. And it's because they have so much money, they don't know what to do with it. They build indoor ski resorts in the desert because they are flush with cash. They're not giving up oil 
anytime soon. And it's just a farce to pretend that anybody actually in the world is giving up, let alone the 40,000 yahoos who couldn't be bothered to jump on a Zoom meeting, right? They had to go in person. Yeah, exactly. Why? Why? That's a great point. Why couldn't they just zoom it? I got. I'm still doing Zoom calls. I, I constantly. Uh, I'm, I'm doing Zoom. Everybody's doing Zoom, but not when you want to save the world, Daniel Turner. Then you gotta. You gotta yeah. go in, into an airplane. Well, look. Look at the juxtaposition, right? Just a couple years ago, all of your kids, all of your family, they were told they had to go to class on Zoom. For, for months, for a year even, they had to go to class on Zoom because there was a crisis. And we said, all right, as a crisis. Well, they're saying now there is a crisis that's driven by fossil fuels, so we need to spend fossil fuels to address the crisis, right? The logic doesn't pertain to them. And of course it doesn't pertain to them because the elites who are at this conference right now are the same elites who thwarted all of the COVID crisis rule, right? They all gathered. They all had part. When Barack Obama was caught having a 60th birthday extravaganza in flagrant violation of Martha's Vineyard, of Martha's Vineyard's uh, COVID policies, he put out a statement to say it's a sophisticated crowd. Um, they know what's happening. They were like, oh, cool. No, it's all good, right? It's sophisticated. So Obama doesn't have to follow the rules. But if you had a, a, a catch in your backyard with a kid, the neighbor was calling the police on you. So apply that level of crises, right? Apply that level of hysteria to the COVID, to the climate people, and they'll say, no, 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 it's different for us, right? It's different. We, we get to meet in person because we're important. So just shut up and put on your mask or shut up and get rid of your electric leaf, your, your gas-powered leaf blower, whatever the new mask is. That's what they're telling us to do. You know, Daniel Turner, there was a story. I forget where, which newspaper had it, but it was a, a, a really, really rich couple that built this, like, sprawling, sprawling mansion. Did you see the story? And they were lauded by the paper. I don't know if it was the New York Times or the Washington Post. Uh, for for being uh, for their carbon footprint, uh, their 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 neutral carbon footprint. These very very wealthy, lavish people with their massive house. I did not see that, but but of course, you know, when you are of a certain class, the rules don't apply. And and similarly, I'm thinking of the king, King Charles. Right, he is there right now. He gave this speech early today where he talked about how the world can continue like this, right? It cannot continue as if this will last forever. That same sort of language, we're all in this together. Um, King Charles is going to go spend uh, about two weeks in a house called Sandringham. It's where his ancestors for years spend Christmas. It's 20,000 acres, right? It's hundreds of servants. It's a footprint bigger than your entire life. And he does it for two weeks because his ancestors did, his great-great-grandparents did, and that's what you get to do when you're the king. Now, I don't begrudge him that, right? He's a king. I'm not. But, but the difference is that he wants me to change my lifestyle, and, and gosh darn it, I have earned my carbon footprint. King Charles, you merely inherited your carbon footprint, <laughs> but I have earned my carbon footprint. So when you change your lifestyle, the king... The Prime Minister and the Euro and the and the uh, the British Secretary of State, what they call the Foreign Minister, all three of them took three separate private jets to go to Dubai to tell you, Rich Zioli, that you have to give up your gas-powered car. We fought a revolution for less, 
And and so your majesty, you, you know, shove it. I, I'm sorry. Like, I am not going to listen to you lecture me on my carbon footprint when you own literally hundreds of thousands of acres and have hundreds and hundreds of servants. You tell me about your damn carbon footprint and I'll tell you about mine. Daniel Turner is the founder and executive director of Power the Future, and it's always great to have him here. And props for invoking Bane from The Dark Knight Rises. Well done, my friend. Well done. <laughs> Don't think that Thank was you. lost on me. Thank you. I appreciate that. But that's kind of how I feel at this point. And I'm not calling for violence. I'm not calling. But there is a certain level of anger, and it is deep, deep, deep in the American DNA, right? Especially in your great city, where not long ago, people gathered and said, you know, WTF, like, what is happening? Who the hell are you to tell me, well, you know what, you have to put these troops in your house, because I have thus declared it, I'm the king. We don't want a king. Yeah. And, and the fact that people like John Kerry are over there with him, cozying up to him saying, you're right, well, they all need to change their lifestyle, pass the champagne, you know, these are these are petty little tyrants um, who, who would gladly lock you up for your carbon footprint just the way they would lock you up if you refuse to wear a mask. Right. They are a threat to you and your freedom. And you have to fight them because if not, they will destroy you. You know, the other part, part about it, too, which I think is interesting, is that uh, I read this article the other day where they talked about. Uh, alternative protein sources, which, again, the left mm. always loves to add lots of words unnecessarily. They love to make word salads, no pun intended. But, of course, what they mean by that is literally eating bugs. And that was a conspiracy mm. theory. Remember, just like they were coming to get your gas stove was a conspiracy theory and lab grown chicken. But you also see Bill Gates buying up farmland. You, you see him doing that for a reason, which is to shut down farming. I mean, these people are sinister and they do have a, a belief in the future there was one guy, we played the clip the other day, talking about how they would use genetically modified mosquitoes. I swear, I thought I was watching a Bond movie. Genetically mm -hmm. modified mosquitoes to bite people to make them intolerant to meat so that we could stop eating meat. These people are yeah. freaking insane. They are. I, I, I mean, they generally are misanthropes. They, they hate humanity. They hate people. And, you know, you're right. The conspiracy theory of we're not coming for your gas stove I mean, they will come for the most intimate part of your life, how you commute to work, right? Look at the way they, they want to come after the things that you read and say. They want to come after your radio show because they don't like the fact that you're voicing these opinions. They want to come after your diet, right? They want to come after literally your leaf blower. Third time I've mentioned it because it's not a joke. Many states have already banned gas-powered leaf blowers, right? So, yeah, they will come after absolutely every little intimate part of your life, unless it comports to their agenda. And, and again, deep in our American DNA is that rebellion, is that revolution that says, no, that freedom is, is enormous and it is, it is glorious, but it also is, is fragile. And, and we have been fighting tyranny for millennia. It's not going to end anytime soon. And this is just the newest form of tyranny. I always liken it to COVID because it's deep in our memory and it wasn't that long ago. Um, but if you think they would do this stuff for COVID, where do you see what they will do for the climate? And you mentioned eating the bugs. You mentioned giving up your car. Where do you see? I mean, you have folks all across the country, including your governor, who know that their electric grids are precarious as we head into winter. But they're not thwarting the green agenda. And if people die, 
they will be necessary consequences. Heck, they let your grandparents drown in their lung fluid rather than lie that let them try to take hydroxychloroquine. Yeah. You don't think they would let your grandparents freeze to death rather than fire up a gas-powered uh, uh, stove? Well, I mean, the, the story in the Wall Street Journal, they had a, the editorial board, New York's <clears throat> near zombie apocalypse, the city came close to an electric grid shutdown last winter. And it says mm-hmm. that FERC and the North uh, American Electric Reliability Corporation published a 168-page review of the electricity and natural gas problems during winter storm Elliott last December. It was the fifth time in 11 years that power plant failures caused by cold weather jeopardized the grid reliability. At the same time, demand for electricity to heat homes is, is ramping up. Many gas yep. generators failed. I mean, it's a perfect storm, really, as we keep hooking new, more things up to the grid. And, yeah. and, and, and our grid is not sustainable, but our grid also needs a power source. It's not like the grid is a magic grid that is powered by, you know, unicorn toots. I mean, you gotta, something's got to power the grid. I feel like people yeah. don't know that. I mean, that's the other the great scam about this, too. It's like, you know, at COP28, there's going to be a lot of electric vehicles there. And they're all going to drive around and show off the latest styles and innovations. And then, again, the dirty little secret, of course, is that they will hook it up to an electric grid at the end of the day. And it will be charged by an electric grid powered by Dubai's oil supply. <laughs> exactly. The, the EVs in Dubai are a little like little Cub Scout Pete Buttigieg taking the bike out of the back of his SUV for the cameras. Right. It, it is all just show. It is just the last little bit for the cameras. But again, they all flew on. I mean, they've documented hundreds of private jets in, in, in Dubai right now. And, and, you know, they will, they will not give up their lifestyle. They will not curtail their lifestyle. The simplest form, and I say this almost every weekend, almost every Friday without fail, Joe Biden marches himself across the lawn at noon, gets on a helicopter to get on Air Force One to fly to Wilmington, where a fleet of SUVs picks him up because he wants to go home for the weekend. And he will return on Sunday 48 hours later and do the exact same thing. And not once has he said, you know what, for my carbon footprint's sake, I'm going to just stay in the White House this weekend. Nope. Joe Biden is not changing his lifestyle one second. Neither is John Kerry. Neither is Bill Gates. But you and I, you and I have to start eating bugs for the climate. And when you when you put those two scenarios together and you realize that they are not voluntarily embracing any of the things they want to force you with all of the power of government that they want to force you to do, then you just distill the very simple truth. These guys are a threat. These guys are tyrannical. This is tyranny. And, and they have to be defeated. Uh, you know, I, I do this every day for a living. And the more I look at them, the more I realize what a threat they are to you, your family, your freedom. And, and God willing, global warming works this winter. And we don't have a cold winter. God willing, the whole Northeast is hot. I would rather deal with four months of stories of how hot it is in the Northeast than deal with four months of freezing cold and hundreds, if not thousands, of deaths, because that will be just devastating. Well said, my friend. Daniel Turner, Power of the Future. Always a pleasure, buddy. Have a great weekend. Thanks, Rich. Always great to be with you, buddy. Five o'clock happy hour is brought to you by the Oceanfront Grand Hotel of Cape May. Save 15% on midweek stays, Sunday through Thursday, now till December 31st. Just mention the promo code Zioli at GrandHotelCapeMay.com.
Uh, let me throw this out there. Let's see. This is in Haverford. Haverford, Pennsylvania. Purchased for $680,000. Jason Kelsey. He's bought up this land. He's only th- 36 years old. And uh, he's bought this up to build a giant mansion. It's, it's in Haverford. It's spread across an acre of land. Boasts picturesque views and luxurious amenities. My question is how soon until Taylor Swift comes to visit the house in Haverford? Huh? How soon? Huh? Do you think maybe he bought this new house so that Taylor could, um, you know, maybe live there with Travis? Well, I think I think they, he bought it to put a house. My in my opinion, she's so freaking annoying that he he bought a bigger land to make a, a separate guest quarters, so he never had a seer. That's you know, my theory. You don't think she's going to stay in the one hundred and twenty thousand dollar property? <laughs> <laughs> she's not going to live there. It's a little beneath her. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's, he's making a huge upgrade here. Oh, you know who else is making an upgrade? McDonald's. They, they um, the story you sent me, I, I'm definitely hungry. I've not eaten yet today. Uh, this is what happens. I did Jimmy Fallon's show today and then I'm starving. So McDonald's is overhauling their hamburgers. And if these pictures are anything like what they look like, they're going to look, I mean, it looks delicious. They've decided now they're going to have more special sauce, more cheese and it might even be real cheese (laughs) it's melty cheese now yeah melty cheese (laughs) i love that they conceded that they haven't really been giving us their best but now things are changing yeah we've now figured out the science behind how to get cheese to melt um why don't you just use real cheese (laughs) well you know we just figured instead we tinker with the chemical formula it's a lot easier have you guys seen the uh the new spinoff restaurant to mcdonald's uh no it's called cosmics like c-o-s-m-c's yeah i don't know it's supposed it's popping up in uh chicago i think it's really uh, yeah i don't know what they're doing i'm a fan of smash burger i like their stuff a lot mm-hmm. they're really good um I, they're kind of my go-to shake shack i i like them because they didn't get rid of their potato roll Love which is shake a martin's shack. potato roll so yep good. And even though the Martins family got into some controversy over his political donations to the Republican gubernatorial candidate in this last cycle in Pennsylvania, they stuck with him. Unlike that low-energy chicken shack, Federal Donuts, overhyped, they got rid of the bun. Place so, isn't even that good, I no, don't think. No, it's, really it's not. I'm not even saying that due to a political dis- disagreement. I genuinely don't think their food's that good. Yeah, I agree with you. It's not. And, and I waited in line for hours to get their donuts once at a, at a Phillies game hours i'm not even kidding the fryer was broken and i you know we had had a couple pops and i just kind of stood there waiting lost track of time and got back with the donuts i think the game was over but everyone was like this this is this wasn't worth the wait you know so did you notice that the uh new big mac is supposed to have a brioche bun yeah you know i did notice that and, and this is <laughs> this is exactly what brings up one of our earliest battles you with your love of brioche buns. Low energy, buttery, unnecessary, no. McDonald's has clearly taken my side in the great debate. Awful. You won the polling battle. I'm willing to concede but does the, that. Does but the Big Mac really need it, though? That's no, the thing. Oh, it doesn't. Amazing. It's going to be amazing. It'll, it'll improve it, but I don't think it needed it. I like, you know, I like the sesame seed bun. I thought you meant the competitor to McDonald's, uh, McDowell's. <laughs> which, uh, you know, I love to see where he goes... Uh, our, our 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 burgers both have two all beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a bun, but there's no seeds on our bun, <laughs> and that's the difference. 
McDonald's has a sesame seed bun. There's no seeds on our bun. I love that's one of the all-time classic lines coming to America. <laughs> Everything we know about the new McDonald's chain Cosmic. Uh, so tell me. So I'm looking at this now. So what? What basically is? Is is this part of McDonald's? Yes. Like, is this? It is. Yes, it's under their. Oh, so it's branch. a spinoff it's a spin-off, of yeah. McDonald's. Yeah. And what is it? No, there's no people there. What's the uh, distinction here? I don't know. I, I just saw this for the first time yesterday. I'm. I, I don't know. I thought it'd be funny because we brought. We're talking about McDonald's. It's a. It's about. It's based on an obscure McDonaldland character from the late '80s. So I don't know if you have more experience to speak to that. That rings any bells. No. I'm looking at the character right now. This is a terrible ad from, it looks like 1987. I don't know why they would choose this little guy to base an entire, uh, what is it? Is it actually like a restaurant? Yeah, it's built. There's like a restaurant there. Like people are taking pictures by it and everything. Uh, Can I ask you another question too? Sure. Um, Let's see. The other question I want to ask is, if we are going to eat bugs in the future, will they come with a brioche bun or not? (laughs) I hope they come with that uh, Big Mac sauce at least. That always delicious, right? Oh, it's so good. Mm-hmm. I want to w- find ways to make money in life. You know, I mean, I love doing radio. This is my calling and everything like that, obviously. Uh, but mm, this guy in Florida, uh, he's he's got something special cooking here. This guy, I think, is <laughs> my new hero. He's got so, something special. This guy's there. got the secret sauce, no pun intended, to how to make the money. Um, so this Florida man, what is this a news story here? Is this a news report? Uh, so this is snippets of the guy because I couldn't take any more than like 15 seconds. And I think you'll agree with me. (laughs) Uh, take a listen. I just love Titanic on VHS, my favorite movie. September 1st, 1998, take the voyage home. That's what they were saying. That's what I was playing on the VCR. I was watching this thing over and over and over again. So he has now, let's see, he has a total of 2,467 copies of the 1997 film Titanic on VHS. And he's looking to sell for a million dollars. No, he's looking to get a million copies of the VHS tapes. Oh, he's trying to... Um, no, it says he, he has a massive collection. No, he wants to get to a million copies. No. Yeah. he, he Evidently, the 2,467 <laughs> copies aren't enough. Can I ask you a question? How many subsidies is this guy on that he has time to do this all day? There's no way he's working. No, you can't work. If, if your day begins and ends by trying to figure out how many copies of Titanic you can get, trust me. You need a freaking job, all right? And the room he has them stored in, it, it looks like the walls are made of VHS tapes. This is the same guy who would take a class on Taylor Swift at Harvard. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'd like to believe he wouldn't be at Harvard, but who knows? I'm just pointing out to you, okay? Uh, all right. So we have a couple other things to get to that's actually serious business to get to before the show ends today, including Juicy Smollett. Uh, Jesse Smollett, we found out now today an appeals court upheld his conviction. Here is a little montage when Juicy came out and said that he was, uh, I guess, uh, stalked by a couple of in 20 degree below Chicago weather at, you know, in in a freezing cold night, uh, stalked by a couple of MAGA white supremacists with rope, noose and bleach. After that Fugazi story came out, here's a little media montage of all the people in the corporate media assuming that Juicy Smollett was absolutely telling the truth and that this is signs of Donald Trump's racist America. Take a listen. 
with a noose around his neck and hospitalized. Empire star Jesse Smollett was the victim of a vicious, racist, and homophobic attack. His attackers hurled racial and homophobic slurs. Two people yelled racist and homophobic slurs. Racial and homophobic slurs. The offenders uttered, this is MAGA country. The hate crime went down early this morning in Chicago. Officials are investigating the alleged assault as a hate crime. And now police say they're investigating this as a possible hate crime. This is this is stomach-turning, mind-boggling mm-hmm. information. It's, it's out of control. Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi tweeting, the racist, homophobic attack on Jesse Smollett is an affront to our humanity. And Senator Cory Booker said, the vicious attack on actor Jesse was an attempted modern-day lynching. Kamala Harris calling the attack an attempted modern-day lynching. I'm so shaken by the story. This is horrible to report. This is a horrible story. Ellie, this is a horrible story. Yeah. I mean, the circumstances are just horrific. Absolutely despicable. Yeah, a lot of people can't believe this is actually happening in 2019. It's hard to believe that we're reporting, that we're even saying words like this in 2019. Mm -hmm. Mm. And this is America in 2019. Mm. Well, this is America. This is Donald Trump's America. Except it isn't. It was a fugazi, the ultimate hate crime hoax fugazi. The ultimate. Of ultimates. By the way, a federal judge has blocked Montana's TikTok ban. I, I told you this was going to happen. When Montana passed their ban on TikTok, uh, I said at the time, this is never going to hold constitutional muster. It's not going to work. And the a federal judge has now put a stay on this. I'm not surprised by the judge's decision here. A federal judge blocked the first in the nation ban of TikTok. U.S. District Judge Donald Malloy said the ban, which was scheduled to take effect January 1, overstepped state power and was clearly an attempt to target China's ostensible role in TikTok more than an effort to protect Montana consumers. The ban could still be reinstated as part of a still unscheduled trial that will review its legal authority, but in a preliminary injunction halting the ban filed late Thursday, Malloy said TikTok had offered the better arguments and demonstrated a likelihood to succeed on the merits. The um, law would have banned the use of the app throughout the state. Uh, This is, again, the problem of when the government bans me from doing something, I don't like it. I I, I understand all the reasons. Again, keep me safe. I mean, we've heard this a million times. There's always a reason to justify taking away my liberty to do something. And it usually is about keeping me safe, in this case, keeping me safe from China. But I I still want to make the choice to do this. Again, if you're a government employee... And they want to ban you from doing it. Fine. That uh, not all in. Yes. Ban military should not use TikTok. Uh, Government employees should not use TikTok. Make those bans. And you got my 100 percent support. But you can't ban average Americans from using TikTok. If you want to make a rule that says you can't use TikTok within a, you know, a certain radius of a, a, I don't know, a a secret military complex or something. Sure. Fine. Knock yourself out. But to just broadly ban something, I have a problem with that. I really do. And again, this is the idea that for my own good to protect me, the government's going to take more power. And we, we got to call this out when it's our side that does this. You know, Montana's a Republican governor and this is a Republican legislature. But we got to call it our side when they do this, because this is how we got here. You know, we got to this police state in America because of what we did after 9-11. It was Republicans. It was our side. I mean, our side did this. Our side built up the modern day police state in a big, big way. And then our state our side defended the unconstitutional mass warrant warrantless mass warrantless surveillance of of you and me 
that has now led to you being considered a domestic violent extremist and being profiled if you flew to the capital region on January 6, 2021, whether or not you went to the building. You know, all this power you turn over to government. And, if, you know, if you want to do a constitutional amendment in Montana and let the people decide if they want to ban TikTok, I'd be OK with that. I'd be OK with that. But to have the government do it, I don't like it. I'm sorry. I don't like it, whether it's Republicans or Democrats. If you ban something that is that I, I as an adult under the guise of keeping me safe, I've got a problem with it. Really do. And if you want to put a constitutional amendment on Montana's ballot to ban TikTok in the state, that's different. I will. I could get behind that because as much as I disagreed with prohibition and I really did, at least they did it the right way. They passed a constitutional amendment to ban alcohol. I, I keep saying this all the time. We now live in a world where the government decides, OK, I'm going to ban a gas stove. See, there were bans that happened that we were OK with and then we didn't say anything. And so, you know, it's the old saying, you know, first they came for this. I didn't say anything. Now they come for my gas stove and now I don't like it. When we banned alcohol in this country, something I I don't agree with, clearly. (laughs) I mean, it runs through my veins. Uh, I didn't like it, but it was done the right way. It was done by a constitutional amendment to the Constitution. And then they passed another amendment that undid that amendment. Ironically enough, the 21st Amendment. So if you're going to do something like take away and do a ban. I, I, I feel like a little input here from the people would be nice. That's just my thing. And I know that they're, they're the elected representatives, but again, we're talking about a ban of something that you, you, you argue, well, China's spying on you. Okay, but my TV might be spying on me. You're going to ban TVs? I mean, I, where do we go with this? Where do we end this? And so you just have government in every aspect of your life for your own good, trying to protect you from you know, some, some evil company. I, at some point as adults, you got to take responsibility for this stuff yourself. You want to ban kids from doing it? Anyone under 18 can't use TikTok? Okay, fine. I'm all right with that. I mean, children, you know, different levels. I'm okay with that. But 18 and older, I don't, I don't like these kind of bans. I have a real problem with them. Because they only lead to more bans. They only lead to more government and stripping away my freedom. So whether it's banning Skittles or banning TikTok, and I know you might say they're, they're different because China can spy on TikTok. I understand that, but I already told you. I'm fine with it being banned in the military and for every government employee on the planet. I'm okay with that. I don't have a problem with that. Though you, you have to give up certain things when you have those jobs. But for ordinary citizens, I think you have a First Amendment right to be on that platform. And if China is spying on us using that platform and you still decide to use that, that's on you. That's on you. And I, 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 nobody has been able to make a convincing argument to me yet that it hurts our national security if some citizen uses that app again if it's a general or if it's a uh, pentagon you know intelligence officer yeah i get it and i'm telling you i support you banning pentagon intelligence officers from using tiktok i get it and i'm fine with that so that's my take on that 855-839-1210 listen emmons roofing and siding my great friends at emmons i am so happy with the work that they do and they are doing great things for people throughout our region pennsylvania new jersey delaware and the Jersey Shore. Emmons Roofing and Siding, my friends Stephanie and Matt and the entire team have done a tremendous service. And now they can bring that same quality of work to all of your kitchen and bathroom remodeling needs. Emmons Roofing has really become an all-in-one stop for your roofing, siding, windows, solar, and now baths and kitchens. Trust the team at Emmons that I have used in my own home. 
Do do you have a property at the shore? Well, have the team at Emmons come out and take a look at the roof now. Small winter leaks can lead to big costly repairs when the warm weather hits. Call 856-556-3229 today for a free estimate online at EmmonsRoofingAndSiding.com or visit the Emmons Design Showroom in Cherry Hill. That's EmmonsRoofing.com. Make sure to tell them I sent you. I trust them so much. I really do. And that's why I've used them for six years. Why would I do that if if I didn't believe that Emmons was the absolute best, the absolute best and reputable and going to do a tremendous, tremendous job. And they will do that for you. All right. So make sure you reach out to them today. Emmonsroofing.com or you can go to Emmonsremodeling.com if you like. And if you do that, you'll be able to even go to the Emmons Remodeling Showroom in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. All right. So there you go. Uh, Check it out. And uh, you'll see it. You'll see firsthand the great work they did. We used them for our kitchen and bathroom remodeling, and we were thrilled. All right. And by the way, I made a mistake. The 21st Amendment, uh, that was the one that I think banned liquor, right, Matt DeSantis, if I'm not mistaken? It banned liquor. Uh, I actually don't know. Let's see. The transportation or importation into any state, territory, or possession of the United States for delivery or use therein of intoxicating liquors in violation of laws thereof is hereby prohibited. So is the 21st that banned it or is the 21st no, the one the that- No, the 21st repealed it. Repealed it. So 18th. which is the one that banned it? I think it was the 18th. 18th. Uh, all those amendments were the worst. <laughs> 16 was terrible. That was the income tax. 17 was the one that ended the uh, the the states sending, sending the senators to D.C. and it made it a popular vote among the state. Of course, the 18th, you're saying that was the one that banned booze. I'm pretty sure. Let me check. The 19th is the worst. That gave women the right to vote. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's the second worst. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. Kidding. Just a joke. Anyway, those are all. You know, I'm going to take a break. I gotta take a break. That's on the television. You're going to have a permanent break. Yeah, I'm going to take a quick break. <laughs> and so uh, we'll be right else. back. Don't go away. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soup delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Zioli Show on your schedule from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT in the free Odyssey app. So good to have you with us today on a Friday. Great to be with you. A lot to chat about. 
Uh, what did I want to share with you? Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. So from the, I played you the Matt Taibbi clips earlier today. Uh, this clip of Debbie Wasserman Schultz is insane. Do you have the one, Matt? This is, uh, Debbie Wasserman Schultz is one of the, first of all, she, you know, her Twisted Sister cover band is outstanding. Have you ever heard them? She does the best D. Snyder impression I have ever, ever seen. I don't know about her singing, but she looks just like D. Snyder <laughs> to such a degree that it really, the Twisted Sister cover band, she nails it every time. Nails it! Anyway, um, Debbie Wasserman Schultz, can I, uh, can I hear uh, a little bit of her, please? Should social media companies allow rape and murder to be live-streamed by terrorists on their platforms in order to create fear and incite violence? I believe that would violate their terms of service, would it so, not? So your answer is no, it, it should not do, they, they should not be allowed to do that. Live stream rape and murder? No, right. I, think that, I think that would count as speech that would be prohibited under their ter- terms. Good, good. You do have absolutist policies, um, but... I do least, not have absolute... Least, I, do, I do not have... Please don't interrupt me. If a Homeland Security official echoed your opinion, you... Uh, uh, please don't interrupt me. Please don't interrupt me. So Debbie Wasserman Schultz wants to use this to shut down political speech. See, I and mean, this is what the left is ultimately about. This is why I'm very, very cautious about bans in general, because there's some lefty out there, some lefty who will absolutely turn around and argue that we need to ban this because it might lead to that. Did you hear that? I don't know if you heard the news report earlier about Donald Trump. And what they said was that Donald Trump could be sued civilly because of January 6th because he said, fight like hell, fight like hell. Fight like hell is a, is a term that is used all the time in politics. We're going to give them hell. We're going to fight like hell. We're going to take our country back. I mean, politi- politicians use hyperbole all the time. You don't actually break the law and lose your First Amendment protections unless you specifically tell people to do something specific. Like, for example, if I say, if, if Donald Trump had said that day, I want you to go into the Capitol building grab Mike Pence, take him on the lawn and 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 kill him. Yeah, that would be a problem. That'd be a very, very big problem. He said, I want you to storm the Capitol building and I want you to intimidate the crap out of the uh, the members of Congress so that they don't certify the election. That'd be a problem. If he says we're going to fight like hell or we don't have a country and people interpret that as meaning I should go into the Capitol and intimidate members of Congress, that's on them. But you see, the other problem, though, with that is that a lot of people went to the building that day not looking to do anything nefarious. They just went into the building. And we also have evidence now that there were a lot of federales there who were coaxing people to, to go, to go into the building. There were a lot of different organizations, federal and uh, authorities who were trying to make this into a thing. But to argue that that speech is insightful. I mean, just think about what that means, politically speaking. You can't say fight like hell. You can't say, can you say, give them hell? Can you say, fight for America, fight for your rights, fight for your right to party? Can you say that? You got to fight for your right to party. Now, does that mean I want you to physically go out there and beat up people who won't give you beer? I, you know what I'm saying? You got to fight for your right to party. Yes. <laughs> what does that mean in your mind? Uh, hmm. Hmm. That's a good point. Matt is how do you fight for your right to party? You've incited me. I just want to start hitting people, I think. <laughs> I think I'd want to push back against the man who 
is keeping me from partying. They want to shut it down because it's too loud. It's too late. You know what I'm saying? Um, <clears throat> you got to fight. So that means then if, if say it's closing time mm-hmm. and they kick you out of the bar, you got to fight them for your right <laughs> to party. And you should kick that bouncer's, right? Yeah, if he's looking at me the wrong way. Right? You know, if, if there is a state that has absurd liquor laws, like New Jersey, Sunday mornings you can't buy booze until I don't know what time it is, 11, 12, I'm not sure. But my theory is this. If you're up Sunday morning doing the grocery shopping, you're not the problem because you're up on Sunday morning. So let you buy some booze. You know what I'm saying? I, you're not the issue. The person who they're worried about or they wanted to protect with this absurd law, that guy's sleeping it off somewhere, probably on a street next to a dumpster in his own vomit. <laughs> He's not up Sunday morning buying, you know, quinoa. <laughs> Tell I me, typically do my shopping. What's that? Tell him he's not going to church and then right. the shops right after. I typically do my shopping on Sunday mornings for that reason because the stores are pretty quiet and it always just makes me laugh that they they have the booze all chained off, you know, roped off. Yep, 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 can't buy. You could buy it at eleven, but not at ten forty-five. <laughs> why? Why not? Well, because if you buy it at ten forty-five, you might just drink the whole thing right on the spot and then die, or something. I'm not get behind the wheel. Yeah. And it's not even a blue law. I mean, there's a county in New Jersey, for example, Bergen County, that the blue laws, you can't, their stores are all closed on Sundays. It's not even that. It's just a time. It's just an arbitrary time. Well, we think if you, if you can buy booze prior to 11 o'clock on Sunday, it's offensive to God. But at 11.02, knock yourself out. In fact, I got a two-on-one special here on rum chata. It's just, you know. Uh, let's see. Chris Eppolito said, so the 18th Amendment started prohibition and the 19th opened voting to all sexes. So that actually passed with everyone sober. Hashtag only kidding ladies. Hashtag Zioli Army. <laughs> Chris, it's outrageous. I denounce that. <laughs> I denounce you. You're denounced. Okay. What's wrong with you? terrible it's very funny um let's see uh signs of autumn size says you guys are the best you just gave me a great laugh about the women's voting and then i think it was desantis that has the contagious laugh i love it yeah desantis lost it on that one too I, I was, I was, and then Amy Princess of Profanity put out a, a Christmas meme of little Ralphie just putting his head down. <laughs> I just saw it. With those big glasses of Ralphie's. It's great. Uh, let's see what else we got on Twitter here today. We have um, Bill Bob One says, Rich, Newsom is the character Mr. Freeze from the movie Santa Claus the Third. Uh, he also fits the image of the Freeze guy in the old animated TV show Santa Claus is Coming to Town. That was... Um, what was his name? Santa Claus is Coming to Town, by the way, is, a, is a, uh, one of the most pro-liberty uh, Christmas movies out there. But who was the guy that wanted to ban toys? You remember that? In that movie? It was um, like Burgermeister, Burgerman or something? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't remember that? Is that the one with the heat miser and the snow miser? That's, that... that's the year without a Santa Claus. Uh, which right? one am I thinking? Burgermeister, My- Meister Burger. I think it was his name, right? I have no idea. Uh... Every Christmas I talk about this, my, my memory is not what it was. That's the problem because of my children. But they said, I think Santa Claus is coming to town. I think it's the name of the movie. And it was the most libertarian Christmas movie because this guy wanted to ban toys in the show. 
in the movie and Santa Claus was, he was like an outlaw. Yeah, Burgermeister. Yeah, this is it. That was his name. And that was the, that was the character. And he wanted to ban toys. And Santa Claus was like this rebel who was going out there and giving toys to children that were illegal because they were banned. You don't know. I, I can't believe you guys don't know this movie. Hang on. Santa Claus is coming to town. Let's see. Um, not Mariah Carey. It's a movie. I think I have yeah, the name of the from, right movie. From 1970? That's it. Yes. So, Burgermeister Meisterburger, which I'm pretty sure was his name, uh, he was this mean mayor and he wanted to ban toys. And it was it's a great lesson about government, actually government power. And then Santa Claus goes out there and winds up being a criminal essentially now as he gives toys to children. Yeah, I, I remember watching this. Yeah, it's been a while. And if you, there's a great song he sings in there where he talks about why he wants to ban toys because they make people happy and he doesn't want people to be happy. Burgermeister Meisterburger. Oh, this is great. Now this is bringing, this is bringing back memories and what I got I to gotta make my, my children watch for um, Christmas. But that was his evil, dastardly plan to ban toys. You guys are too young. That's the problem. No, I've, I've seen these like- You've seen it, right? Yeah, absolutely. I just forgot the plot to it. See if you can find me. We'll do it next week. We'll see if you can find me Burgermeister Meisterburger's song about why he wants to ban toys. I have one song from the movie. I don't know if this is it, though. Is it Burgermeister Meisterburger? That's not what it's called. No, it's this one. You turn that on. Thank Go ahead. Let's see. I really am a mean and despicable creature at heart, you know. It's so difficult to really change. Difficult? <laughs> oh. why, why, look here. Changing from bad to good's as easy as taking your first step. Yeah, well, that's not the one where he bans the toys, but you get the point. Anyway. Wait, 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 wait. Is it it's a difficult responsibility? Yes, that's it's it. A diffi- I got it. Let's see. Let's, yeah. let's hear it. Let's see. Go ahead. A Go ahead. Toy? As I suspected, I hate toys. Mm-hmm. And toys hate me. Mm-hmm. Either they are going or I am going. And I am certainly not going, Grinsley. I have a job for you to do. Now take this down. It's a difficult responsibility. Good job. That you accept from the number one lawmaker, me. Have it known throughout the land from sea to sea. There'll be no more toy makers to the king. All the tin soldiers melt them down. Wash the face of every clown, each bouncing ball deflated. No, I don't want to debate it. The ballerinas who pirouette rest their musical toes. Outlaw the dolls and sink the boats. They bring me only woes. It's a difficult responsibility. That you accept from the number one lawmaker, me. See, number one lawmaker, me. Have it known throughout the land from sea to sea. There'll be no more toy makers to the key. See, this is exactly what I'm talking about. This is the government power. By the way, he sounds a little bit like... uh, Gutierrez. Gutierrez. (laughs) Sounds a lot like him, actually. Well, 
if I remember correctly now, because this is all starting to come back to me, doesn't he get a toy that he wanted as a child at the end of the movie, and that makes it all okay? That makes it all okay. Yeah. And Santa Claus goes from being a fugitive to being a hero. Yes. So that's what, just what we need to do with these people. We need these something they didn't get to say as a kid or whatever. Give they get an, to say it now. Give Antonio Gutierrez the Lamborghini. He yeah, as yeah, a child, something like that. Suddenly he doesn't care. Give about him the moon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's a, it's a, it's a good timely tale. You see how quickly you could go from being a villain to being Santa Claus, just by giving children children toys in defiance of the king, who sounds a lot like Phil Murphy in that too, doesn't he? <laughs> he really does. It's a difficult. The message is similar. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I have to. It's my, it's my job. My job is to ban things. I got to do it. You know. Ah, uh, let's see. I mm. Watch that movie now. What? I said I want to watch that movie. Now. Yeah, put that on your list. Yeah, put I, think that like, your I think list. it's like an hour. Mm-hmm. It's like a TV movie. Um, it's a, it's actually uh, uh, there was a writer from Reason.com who said it's the most libertarian movie christmas movie ever for that reason because you know like most christmas movies are all about how you got to give away all your stuff like most christmas movies guilt you into having things and a lot of them i think are really anti-capitalist plots deep down inside it's like come on give away all your stuff it's christmas whereas this movie is about how the government bans toys and santa claus has to go and 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 give the children what they want in spite of a tyrannical dictator because don't you think a lot of Christmas movies are really just kind of socialist plots? Yeah, it's always right? putting other people before yourself. Yeah. yeah, give away all your money, give away everything. You have too much. It's Christmas. Give me all your cash. Yeah, Scrooge had it right the first time. He didn't need those three ghosts to come and lecture him. No, not at all. Please, come on. I love it. I love it. Uh, all right. Um, let's see. I got to take a to take a break now. When, I got a minute. I got a minute. Let me do this. Um, before I end this segment, this is Corrine Jean-Pierre ending a White House briefing in chaos after refusing to call on an African reporter. This this is uh, what's the guy's name? Today News Africa. He he's he's always getting ignored by her, and he's always posting on social media. Now I can't think of his name, but anyway, this is what uh, happened. Simon, yes, uh, Tiba. I think yes, that's, how you that's the guy, and he's terrific. He's great. But she always consistently ignores this poor man. Cut 13. I got you a follow-up on Angola. Yeah, one question. It is so surprising uh, that you don't so, take it. You are receiving sorry. an African leader. You can't take a question from an African okay, journalist. We can, we can end I can't right Sorry, I, I have one question. Basically, John, take care all right we can end this briefing if it's not gonna be respectful here chris that's what i'm saying you're receiving an african and you don't take questions thanks everybody thanks everybody all right there you go she didn't take uh and she did not hold a press briefing today so there you go. Did not do that today. All right, listen, um, 6 o'clock hour. I'm going to play you a couple interviews I did today on Fox Across America uh, with Jimmy Fallon. We're going to talk to Dr. Nicole Sapphire, and also we are going to talk to, who's the other person? Andy, uh, Andy McCarthy. Yes, about Hunter Biden. And then we got something special planned. I have to actually leave tonight a little bit early because my daughter is in a play, and I want to make sure I can see her play, and I have to get there. So we're going to play these interviews, and we got some good content coming up in our fourth and final hour, but I don't want to pretend like it's live because it's not 
So I just wanted you to know. But it's going to be good stuff, so stick around. Dr. Nicole Sapphire asked her a lot of things about the China virus, the new one, and Andy McCarthy all about Hunter Biden and also the charges against Donald Trump and where all this goes from here. Um, surprisingly, it's nothing anti-Trump, so I, I will just let you know that. But I want to tell you about Cooper University Healthcare, a leading academic health system. Cooper's experts provide award-winning primary and specialty care at more than 100 offices throughout the region, including personalized cancer care through the MD Anderson Cancer Center at Cooper, groundbreaking stroke and neurosciences care, advanced surgical services, cutting-edge clinical research, and more. Recognized regionally and nationally, make Cooper your first choice for outstanding care close to home. For an appointment, call 800-8-COOPER or cooperhealth.org, cooperhealth.org. Rich Zioli, weekday afternoons, 3 to 7, Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and on the free Odyssey app. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future in vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is Electrified Diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyondzero. Toyota, let's go places.